is blowing my mind. Um, we have really cool things in store for y'all for season four, so keep your eyes on us because we're about to blow your mind. You will be keeping your eyes on us. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Um, I'm Noe, aka Snowy, now as of a couple weeks ago, and I have my lovely co-host with me today. Sarah is here. Yeah, Sarah's in the house. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like being such an MC right now. Anyways, and we have a super special guest today. What's up, everybody? My name is DJ Hammer. DJ. How's, our, how's everyone doing today? <laughs> is that your MC? That's my MC. <laughs> I feel like I would be a really good MC, though. Like, I could just show up and be like, what up, everybody? Hi. And right. then everyone will be just like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Okay, so I saw a really weird video the other day on YouTube that was kind of discussing about like throwbacks and stuff like that of like the best way to get to know someone is to ask them what kind of person that they were in high school. So that's my first question I'm going to start you off with today, Ben, or DJ Hammer, is what kind of person were you in high school? Were you like one of the popular kids or did you get to scatter around with everyone? I was uh, kind of between uh, all the groups. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm able to fit with just about anybody yeah. in social circles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I played football, so, you know, I was always included with parties and, uh, you know, the cool people, quote unquote. <laughs> but at the same time, I was also a wrestler, so mm -hmm. I uh, uh, got to teach a lot of... Um, a lot of people how to become better at that and I was a captain uh, all-american so I was really big into that at that time so it was just more of like a student athlete for the most part yeah do you make good grades I'm sure you had to uh well not necessarily actually um I was more into the social uh aspect part of uh high school and uh I, I was able to also go to UNT uh, up here in North Dallas Graduated uh, with a real estate degree and an entrepreneur minor. So, yeah. And so, now I'm in the commercial real estate, and I'm a DJ on the side. So it's a fun, it's a fun thing. I like it a lot. Working on trying to make a DJ uh, full time, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that absolutely. would be the dream. That is the dream. I want to be a festival DJ. You know, like Nightmare and Slander and oh, yeah. Sudden Death. And you, all, you know, all the big names. So. Yeah. Do you produce as well, DJing or? I produce a, a small amount, not as much as I want to, mm -hmm. uh, but m my main focus right now is in mixing. Yeah. So anything that comes out that's new, I like to put it in a mix and throw down heavy. So I like to be like the next Riot 10. That's kind of my goal. That's a good so goal, yes. it, uh So that's what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> Him and like Hero Burst, kind oh, of in between yeah. something because... I like to throw down heavy trap and then very underground uh, dubstep that people, whenever people hear it, they'll be like, wow, what am I listening to? This is insane. Yeah. And, you know, so. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more like a Lost Lands kind of uh, <laughs> DJ, I suppose. Do you go to many festivals? Uh, so my first festival was in 2015. It was Lights All Night. And I'd never gone to the festival before uh, really? prior to that ever. And so when I when I went, my brother invited me. And when I went, I was like, wow, this is insane. I, I can't believe how many people are here. I couldn't believe 
just you know being there the environment that it created and so the next day i downloaded virtual dj on my laptop and i ever since then i became a dj and i pursued it um kind of something that tiesto did with his uh his career you know he became a dj first and then uh he did, i think he said he dj for like three three to five years before he start before he came out with the first mixtape and you know he mastered that first before he mastered production and that's kind of what i want to do so absolutely i like that yeah and now now i have a good idea of how songs flow how the intros work to chorus to build-ups to drops and how to put in a new song for every song that drops after that and go to another song and make it sound really good so and also playing by key that's really important <laughs> so i do have a really important question for you though mm -hmm. do you open your sets with hammer time with hammer time <laughs> <laughs> i i could you could i, I feel definitely like that's what could. you should do is yeah. like some kind of remix of hammer time right if she so, ever yeah. Uh, yeah that would be pretty sweet i haven't tried that yet but i need to actually yeah. that's a good then idea you could like sprinkle a little bit of that throughout your entire set too right. you know I mean, hammer time and it drops yes. or like, yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised you haven't thought of this this needs to be a thing right. also whenever you become famous you can start selling hammers you know <laughs> actually i've been thinking about uh like foam hammers yeah. to like yes or or even point. like during the the visuals having the uh super smash brothers uh hammer uh turtle yes. guys going through like throwing hammers and then I like love it. you know and, awesome. yeah right like and then at like, the end is like bowser and he's like coming through and he's throwing the hammers <laughs> and stuff <laughs> Like, I don't know. I've been thinking a bunch, bunch about visuals and uh, and just how the lighting and stuff would work with it. So that's it's really kinda, cute. Yeah. Is it Hammer's your last name? I'm assuming it is. Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. you got it lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot of really great things that can go into this. Like think yeah. about like a really like everybody can have like their own custom like LED like hammers that they can like right. bring in. You know. And when they're headbanging, the yeah. hammers are going down. <laughs> yes. And then you can add a squeaker to the end of it. So once it hits something, it can <laughs> squeak. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. To give it like a little comedic factor to it too. I'm sorry. No, I like cool. to get off of these like tangents of like, all right, this is going to be great. Yeah. This is what you're going to do. Like I barely get any like producing actually done because I'm like, snow. Yes, we can add, you know, we can throw snowballs at people and all this other stuff. I'm yeah. like, wait, music first, <laughs> fun stuff later. But I don't know. I always get distracted. That's all right. <laughs> What are how many shows have you played so far? Uh, well, for the most part, I play at bars and uh, a couple clubs, uh, mainly in Fort Worth, Club Roar, uh, Trophy Ranch, TXR. Um, I've played a show in Wichita Falls with my buddy, and that that one's actually probably the biggest one I've I've played. It would, I mean, we had some serious sound system and. We played strictly, um, you know, EDM sets. Mm -hmm. So that that's really what I'm aiming towards, is getting more gigs like that, because that's what I love, you know. I'm okay playing Top 40, but my passion is by far in the EDM circle and uh, just going, uh, playing, like, trap and dub and house. 
So, yeah. Yeah. How come you haven't been to another festival since Lights All Night? You just haven't gone around to it? Um, I think partly it's because my finances right now are kind of low. Oh, yeah. So, nice. budgeting yes. is important, but... They always have volunteer work, though, that you can do. Uh, and then you can go work it, and then yeah. go free. Well, there you go. That's something <laughs> I should try. Yeah. Um, most of the insomniac have ground control, and you could actually mm-hmm. work. You get paid to, to work that, and then you get to see the sets and stuff for free. That's sweet. Yeah, it's that's something I should do. It's usually not shifts either, right? Uh, it depends. Oh, yeah. We were doing 12-hour shifts, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. But you get breaks. So. I met a girl at uh, Lost Lands who was like, okay, well, I agreed to take the Boogie T shift so that way I could go to the meetup <laughs> and then watch it and as well as do, you know, ground control work stuff too. That's what I'm going to start thinking because I apparently have too big of a problem with going to too many festivals. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's going to be my next step. But yes. Um. So have you had any like really bizarre moments while you're playing? Um, where like someone just does something really crazy, I guess. Uh, well, I've had a couple moments where I've dropped a song. Like I, uh, I was building up, and I dropped a different song to that build up. Uh huh. And people basically lost their minds. They were like, "Wow, that was insane!" And literally, I've literally witnessed the person go, you know, <laughs> "WTF? This that was lit!" Like. <laughs> Like, <laughs> their face says it all, right? So, yeah. <clears throat> I love to watch reactions in the open format at, at clubs and, and the bars has helped me just realize, you know, that's good to play, that's not good to play, and just got a feel for the mix itself, so. Whenever you play blah, blah, bleh, <laughs> bars or clubs, do you mm. get a lot of people that come up to you requesting songs? I do sometimes. Uh, it just depends on, like, how many people are there. So, if there's, like, you know, it's... Oh, it, if I just started the night and there's like 10 people at the bar, you know, it's uh, 9.30 or whatever, uh, they'll be like, hey, can you play this? And I'll be like, yeah, for like an hour or so, I probably I probably won't be taking any requests. So it just depends on, on the situation. Yeah. But however, I, I like to play what people want to hear, you know. Mm-hmm. That's another, because I'm an empathetic person uh, and, you know, I, I, I care about people. So if if someone walks up and is like, hey, can you play this song? I'd be like, sure, I don't care. Like, I'm just here to mix and have a good time anyway. So, so yeah. Yeah. I try to. Is there one song that people always request? Uh, people do? always request Cardi B. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It does not matter what song it is. It, it, put Cardi on. All right, sweet. So, I just find one that I know it will be really good for, like, this time. And so, I like that. You know, that yeah. one goes everybody loves that one right now and so what i'll and one thing i really love to do is take a uh just took a for instance cardi b i like that right i'll take that song and i find songs around the same bpm and then i'll loop her chorus and um about like a four bar or or uh uh i think no it's around four bar and then i'll loop it and i'll go to the build-up Usually I start uh, four bars before the build-up, and then I, I loop her vocals, and I build up, and I build up, and then I make her vocals go faster as mm-hmm. it's building up, and then I spin the vi- or the CDJs, and then they have this really cool effect where, you know, they're spinning and stuff. 
and then I drop the song and then it, it usually sounds really good. So I've kind of <laughs> mastered going from top 40, just normal song and putting in something that's EDM build up to a drop. And that's something that a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of people want to learn, but they just don't know how. And I've figured out quantizing and um, just building up to the actual beat of a song and to a drop of another. So yeah. it's pretty, it's really fun. I love it. Did you self-teach yourself everything or did you have a mentor that kind of mm. guided you? I taught myself everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, after 2015, I saw night. The next day, actually, I went to Hawaii. And I went to all five islands, but um, the next uh, on the flight there, I downloaded uh, Virtual DJ and I started mixing. I put all my songs in there and just started mixing away. And yeah. I was like, I like this. This is cool. You know, it keeps <laughs> keeps uh, keeps me uh, level headed. I feel like so. Yeah, the entire time you were in, uh, in Hawaii, you just kept thinking about it. Yeah, I just couldn't stop. <laughs> and another thing is, I saw Porter Robinson at, at Lights on Light that year. Yeah. And at one part. Uh, he released all this smoke or like fog the fog machines just released all the fog right and then everything went white and then these like balls came down these uh there was like a hundred of them i don't know and they all were white too and it was like you were in the clouds it was really weird and then they had the uh the lasers come out and there was the the ones where you could see the clouds you know what i'm talking about where they're like spread out but you can see the uh I guess clouds and inside of them they're weird i don't know really how to explain it but it was it was like heaven it was i, I felt at peace yeah so i was like this is something i want to do and i felt really passionate about it at that very moment and i said man how cool would it be to play in front of you know five thousand people or ten thousand a hundred thousand people just to make them all feel really great and uh, passionate about just living and having fun and going out and you know just releasing a good vibe so that's why that's why I chose it so oh I like it yeah. so have you ever gone to see Porter Robinson ever since then yeah I've seen him like two or three other times so oh, yeah. yeah are you gonna it's, go see virtual self when he comes through uh, I probably will um I listen to uh there's what's the song uh Oh, there's a song by him I listen to like every single day. It's pretty Ghost good. Ghost Voices? It's like the more popular one. It's like four or five months old. It's older. But it's, there's a there's a part of it that says Become God. and that, and that But it's like A-E-I, A dot E dot I something. I forget how to spell it, but it's a pretty good song. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. He always puts on just crazy shows. That yeah. <laughs> it's just insane. I saw it back in... Uh, Izu, the virtual self set, and it was next level. I've never seen production like that before. Really? But it is inspiring. It absolutely is. Absolutely. I was walking around through New York just like, this is so great. Right. <laughs> you know? So it'd be cool for you to go experience that again. So we should try to make that happen. <laughs> I'm down. Always down for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could travel anywhere to any festival... Which mm. one would it be? That's a really hard question. Yeah, that's probably the hardest question I've ever been asked. <laughs> but oh man, uh, I mean, I guess normally people would say EDC, just because you know it has such a uh, big turn uh, turnout yeah. and just so many stages, uh, and also maybe Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. Uh, 
But see, I didn't go to Lost Lands, so I really wanted to go to that. <laughs> Did you do Couchlands? I haven't done Couchlands. What's that? <laughs> Did you watch it? Virtually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so, like, scared. You're like, that's another one? That's actually, you know, they should name one Couchland. They should. And they set up couches and people would just hang out. And they're like, yeah. I would totally do that. I would be down for that yeah, because my legs get tired. Right. No. And then yeah. I would start dancing on the couch, though, because I'd be like, this is so hype, I can Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think in the end, I would probably choose uh, Tomorrowland, just because it's also in Europe, and I like to travel. I've traveled a lot in my life. I've been to 38 states. I've been to 10 countries. Um, I was born in Costa Rica, so, you know, I'm just traveling is kind of my thing. And um, How love, long were you in Costa Rica for? Uh, I was there until I was six, and then I moved to, Amer- I moved to Texas. Um <coughs> And grew up here. I actually grew up in the uh, North Dallas area near Plano and uh, moved out after when I was like 12 or 13, I moved out to Denton. And that's whenever, uh, you know, I went to high school and college. And I'm just disappointed that I didn't start uh, mixing until I, I was in college. You know, it's just like, dang, there's this, there's this whole opportunity uh, that uh, of timeline that I missed out on, but I think I caught up enough on my mixes where it doesn't even <laughs> matter anymore. Cause I do it, uh, I do it all the time. It's it's more technical for me as well. Um, mixing has has become a technical thing, and I think part of the reason I'm good at it is because wrestling was part of my high school. Uh, wrestling, all it is technique. You can be the strongest, you can be the fastest, but if you don't have technique, you, you're I mean, if you're wrestling someone who has technique and you're the strongest or the fastest, you're still going to have a challenge. Uh, and that's one thing that uh, mixing is, for me, is, t- is technical. And I just have to find exactly how to match it up to, to the other song or, you know, add an effect or uh, some kind of fade out or something. So. so do you have a favorite genre that you like to mix? I think house. House is probably my favorite because it's so chill. Yeah. Um, but as far as would I prefer playing a set, it would be something really heavy, dubstep, trap. I'd even throw some house in with a set like that, too. So like bass house um, type thing? Definitely some bass house. Uh, I like Party Favor. I like their remixes. They're, they're really, they go pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I like... Let's see, you know, Chocolate Puma, he has a lot of, like, I'll throw his intros into a lot of the house songs that already, like, have a lot of bass behind them because his enforces more bass with it. So his intros and then his vocals come in and, yeah, so there's a uh, bunch of different genres that I like to throw in, but house is definitely my favorite. Uh, sometimes it gets a little too repetitive, though, you know. So you got to switch it up. <laughs> you got to mix it up a yeah. little bit. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Do you have uh, inspirations that you look up to now? Um, I would say uh, Tiesto is probably one of my inspirations just because I watched an interview from him on YouTube, and he started off as a DJ instead of a producer. So that's kind of something I did, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like I've always liked this vibe. He seems like a really friendly man and uh, just a super 
you know, chill, awesome guy. So yeah. he's Tiesto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think <clears throat> Jaws is definitely something I like. Uh, his style is his style is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we heard the new album. I haven't. No, he just came out with one. Yeah. No way. I yeah. haven't heard it. <laughs> I really love his style though, because it's. Uh, it's just kind of all over the place, but it's so good. It's uh, the sound is um, yeah. it's different. I think I you'll like, like the new album too because it's called "The Wise and the Wicked," so it's got like its lighter notes and then like its heavier bits. Oh, really? And stuff like that too. So it's nice. like listen to it all in an order because it takes you on a journey and it's really cool. Yeah, <clears throat> it's probably one of my favorite albums um, right now that came out. Yeah. Um. So, do you have your own CDJs? I do, yes. Uh, I have two CDJs, NXS2s, and I have a DJM2000, uh, uh, which is like a touchscreen uh, mixer. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a, it's a different one than most DJs use. DJs uh, that are used to CDJs, they use uh, DJM900s, but I just chose the other one because... It was different. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. it's actually, I didn't do much research. I'll be honest. I didn't do much research. And I was like, oh, this one's more expensive. Screw it. Just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, are you kidding me? The other, the other DJs use this one for the clubs. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> At that point, it's just like, I already spent some money, whatever. Yeah. So, That's what you get for not doing your homework. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I didn't do well at school. <laughs> So. See, I told you that it kind of gives an insight of how, who you are as a person now. Right. You yeah. know, we just go, you know, honestly, I probably would have done the same thing. Like, all right, so we're just going to get the big, the fat daddy one. We're right. going to stick with this. And that's what we're going to get. But mm. no, I don't, I don't think I'm familiar with what one you have. You said it's touchscreen. Right. So uh, it has the four channels, but in between channel two and three, it has like a little display screen. And uh, you have uh, loop effects and... Mm -hmm. um, you can add like different uh, uh, snares, um, drop uh, like bass, uh, phasers, and it's all touchscreen. So you just you go to the beat, like you can tap it, and you can literally make your own beat out of it. And okay. it's really cool. Uh, it also does loops, and you can like take those loops and add effects, and mm -hmm. you know, reverb it, echo it, delay it. Uh, whatever effect you're feeling at the moment so <laughs> yeah. yeah i would probably ask them like hey can can we put my new fancier stuff up here instead you know we'll just <laughs> right. get out of here with the peasant stuff you know i'm a professional yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i'd like to think uh, i uh i can um you know play with the the bigger DJs, but I'm still getting to the point where I think it's more because my production isn't that great that I'm not getting where I need to be. Mm -hmm. However, um, <clears throat> and I know when I post things on my uh, social media or um, just like put out a video and send it to my friends, they're always like, dude, this is like really good. Like you're really talented, mm -hmm. very talented. And I don't see it that way. You know, I just see it as playing a song and then lining it up correctly and then going with the flow of the next one that's about to play and eating adding an effect or you know um vinyling it out yeah. and just making it sound fun that's really how i see it and so i i mean if people think that that's really like the, i get told that dude like you're really you know good 
And so I'm like, well, thank you. Like, it's hard, to, <laughs> but it's hard to take it too because it's like, I'm not getting the results I want. So I guess I'm not that good. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't like to think negatively. I'm always optimistic. And uh, right now, commercial real estate is my uh, number one way of fi- uh, uh, financial freedom. So I'm trying to make enough there where I can start investing more towards production. Yeah. So. Absolutely. You should get out there into more of the local scene too, where they have like open deck nights and stuff too. Everyone's always right, kind of, green, green elephant, and yeah, they yeah. always have. Everyone's always so friendly and good with feedback too from other like DJs and producers mm-hmm. as well. Right. So that's just that's one thing that's really cool about our community is everybody's really helpful and really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, what software do you use to produce in? Uh, right now, Logic Pro X is mm-hmm. my main. Uh, I've used Ableton. I've used FL. Mm-hmm. Um, I even had a doll for Ableton Live where I could, you know, you can press the buttons and set up your quantizes and drum patterns and uh, melodies, and then you can literally do it all live, like OK mm-hmm. does it during his sets, yeah. or like Ilium uh, does it with his sets with his drums where he's like drumming, mm-hmm. although it's like you're doing it with your hands or your fingers and you're like creating it as you're going and yeah it's really fun i uh, i think that was one thing also that got me into the production um but now i don't have my doll anymore um so i need to invest in another one and get a get the ableton i think it's live nine yeah i think that's the new updated one right uh, i think they came out with 10 they recently. came out with 10 okay <clears throat> i'm not 100 percent sure on that i have nine okay currently so I'm not sure where. Yeah. There's there's always something new coming out, and it's always the, the software for right. production. Any little bit of it is just insanely expensive too. So it is. That's that's uh that's another reason that I haven't been able to uh, invest the way I want into it. So yeah, they know that they're gonna get people to buy it. I know, right? <laughs> and there's already big artists out there, so they already know what to do with it. Yeah. All the others are kind of just uh, hoping then. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to make it so yeah. yeah I just now started playing around in FL and I really like it better than Ableton I don't know yeah. I'm more of a visual person so being able to kind of like map it out I guess mm-hmm. is a lot easier to me that makes sense than, no that makes a lot of sense yeah um, I'm assuming you use like Rekordbox to like set up your that's what I use actually stuff too. Yeah. I love Rekordbox yeah um I had another software before, like DJ Pro, and then the first one I had was Virtual DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both free. Actually, the second one was like 10, 20 bucks, something like that. But Record Box, by far, the best. I mean, you can't beat it. it it's like, I don't know another software that can beat it. Yeah. Except I can't <clears throat> figure out the uh, how to integrate live sets on my cdjs to play through my speakers while i record i can't do that yet and i don't know why and i want to <laughs> figure that out but maybe i just don't have like the right plugins because i mean you can plug in multiple ways on those on the, the djm you uh can plug in through um ethernet cables or you can plug in through usbs and it's just i, I don't think i have the right setup for the the recording live on the CDJs itself. I just record through my laptop and release a mix that way right now. Yeah. And that's a lot more complicated because you're having to like make sure, like, you know, it's it's not, I don't have two (laughs) hands, I have one mouse and it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. But they still 
still pretty good set, so. I have no idea how to do any of that stuff yet. I don't own CDJs yet. Yeah. I want to I want to save my money and get the white ones because then it'll match my theme. Yeah. You know, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those white ones are sweet. Oh, yeah. I, I hear they have different effects on them, too, like extra <laughs> added on. Do they really? Yeah, I hear they have extra things added on to them. <laughs> I, I want I even really more. Been, yeah. <laughs> They're, That's really cool. They're really cool looking. They are. I know you can get like, you know, skins for them and stuff too, but I just would rather like the white and the chrome like mm. features on it. It just looks so pretty. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> All my stuff's white because it's just, that's, that's my name. That's how it goes. So, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyways. Um, well. When you're having a bad day, is there a specific song that makes you feel better? Oh, that's a cute question. That is. I like that question. Um, I think just listening to... Uh, I've actually never thought about that question. <laughs> but like genre-wise, just like chill. Um, let's see. Just something like super chill that has great vocals. Um preferably uh you know a girl's voice that she just knows how to sing really well and there's something that'll chill chill you out and make you feel vibey instead of thinking about whatever yeah. is making you down for that day so any, you just sing your heart out in your car and then just yeah let it but i think also my favorite song growing up was actually iris by goo goo dolls uh something about that song just kind of caught me i think it's because whenever i was 15 uh i was adopted i didn't tell you all that but like when i so i was adopted from costa rica but when i was 15 i went back to costa rica and around that time is when when i was listening to that song a lot and specifically when i was flying back just because i was about to go see my family that i'd never like really met um so it just kind of stuck it was more like something that was you know, it just stuck with me because I hadn't seen my family before, and yeah. you know, it's kind of. I guess I was feeling kind of down because mm-hmm. yeah, I was kind of abandoned as a kid, and now I was gonna go see my family that abandoned me. So it was like that's kind of a strange moment. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool. It was really cool. You know, uh, it is what it is. So yeah. So whenever you listen to the song now, does it help you whenever you're? <clears throat> yeah, I, guess I think feeling- it does. Tricky. It, yeah, it does. I think it does. I've always loved the song, too. It mm-hmm. just sounds good. So it's you, got a good message, I feel. Yeah. And do you play any physical instruments? Yeah, actually, I've been playing piano for 13 years. Oh, um, envious. And it's... <laughs> I love it. I, I basically can just hop on the piano and just make my own melody. doesn't matter what it is. I can just write a song right then, right yeah, there. Um, just because I understand how uh, keys work. And how they, um, I guess, match with others. <laughs> like I know how to, yeah, I know how to make them flow, and I can just go from you know bottom C all the way to the top C and just kind of move around and make it sound good. I like classical music a lot too, which is kind of weird. No, it's not weird at all. <laughs> but, it's actually pretty common. Yeah, Do you I guess so. Any? classical music into your stuff i think i should i think yeah. that's something i would want to do just to cause just to make it more like you're in the moment mm-hmm. you know and uh i don't know i i've done some production with my friend uh zinnia shout out to zinnia music uh <laughs> she's on soundcloud and uh she's 
She's really cool. But we've done some uh, melodies together where I put my piano pieces behind, and then she, she's really good at like throwing down good music, mm-hmm. and so like it'll be beautiful, and then it goes, and it's filthy, and it goes hard, and <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just like wow, all right, that was awesome. It's something like Excision and Elidium. I don't want to compare myself to them, but <laughs> it's something around those lines. You, yeah. you know, they they have a song called Gold right now. Something around that, so yeah, yeah, so that's kind of cool. Now I really want to hear it. I know yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't released it, and uh, uh. she wants she she wants to keep working on it because it's really beautiful and it just goes hard. I love it. It's so uh, yeah. We just trying to feel. Uh, I'm still trying to uh, see when she wants to release it and if she ever does. Um, I'm sure she will, but uh, just a matter of time before we can do that. So does it have lyrics in it? Uh, not, not yet, but she can sing. She's a really good singer. Um, so we, we could put vocals in it. Yeah. I'm not the best singer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everybody's a good singer, you know, in a way, except for one of my coworkers though. It sounds like a dying cat. It's really scary. (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) You should definitely give him the link. I should. Yeah. Here you go person on my team he'll know exactly who i'm talking about too he'll be like that's it's like it's not even trying to be in key like you're purposely trying to hurt my ears yeah is what it feels like abuse um (laughs) (laughs) so what is like speaking of songs i don't know you when after you mentioned songs to make you feel better it made me think of what is like you're going out anthem like, if you're trying to psych yourself up, getting ready to go out, you're like, yeah, I'm feeling cute. Like, what are you listening to? Oh, man. <laughs> I oh. guess you're, you guys don't call it. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling <laughs> boss. What do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, well, know how guys do it because I know girls are just to talk yes. ourselves in the mirror and be like, I'm cute. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a song make me feel cute. But. <laughs> But if I did, <laughs> um, that's such a that's a hard question. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. We're like, what are you picturing yourself when you know you're about to go out to the club? You're about to have a good night. Right. You know, like what are you listening to? Like on the way. Like Riot Ten is my go-to. Yeah, <laughs> I love Riot Ten. I mean, I just uh, I listen to so many. The thing is, I listen to so many different types of artists, right? Especially mm-hmm. right now because I'm still exploring. Yeah. new um new ways of how i can change my mixes or add on to my mixes mm-hmm. so it really just uh i guess it just depends however let's see uh, hmm. i don't know it's if you've popped so in some yeah, like some like party favor or cash cash <laughs> and be like yeah i'm feeling hype like i feel ready for the club there's i'm this, doing a weird uh, dance right now but you can't see there's this uh remix skrillex made the other day uh with pendulum you know pendulum song what are you waiting for mm-hmm. what are you waiting for so he remixed it and it's like really good super chill and i mean you the way the the build-up works is like no other build-up out there it's really strange it's like there's no high intensity drum patterns that work out to it. It just kind of goes straight to a, a drop from his, their vocals, and it sounds perfect. I'm like, this is a cool song. Yeah. So I think that's that would probably be a song that make me feel kind of cute. Yeah, that's your cute ways. song. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so Skrillex uh, remix of Pendulum's uh, 
Wait, what are you waiting for? I, like I guess it. that song would be. Yeah, you listen to that. You're like headbanging. You're like, yeah, I feel cute. Right? I feel real cute right now. <laughs> right. Well, it's got a, it's got like a tropical vibe to it too, yeah. which is kind of strange. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know, I think that song at its time, Pendulum songs at at that time was really popular, mm-hmm. and Skrillex just kind of brought it back and made it mellow out, but like. I mean, I put it in my mix. It's like my newest mix. Um, it's the first one on there, yeah. and it's but it's collabed with another song, so I'm doing the mashup, and then I'm throwing in another song for the drop. Yeah, so there's three three songs I play within like a minute, and then I throw in another song after like another thirty seconds to another drop. Mm-hmm. I love to mash up the whole time. That's one thing I do, which yeah. is kind of str- like a lot of DJs don't do that. But I'll let it play like eight bars or 16 bars with another song and then try to build up to a third and then start off with another where they're both playing the last like eight bars or four bars and then build up another song. So, so do you like to cons- play on like four different CDJs? If I had three three or four CDJs, I'd be consistently playing. <laughs> but I only have two. Yeah. And so I'm having to create mashups to then put on top to build up to a third song. Yeah. That makes sense? I always think it's really fascinating when people like do it on like four CDs. I'm like, how do you, whoa, like it's just so cool. Like how your brain is just going like everywhere, Mm -hmm. making some crazy like EDM pasta. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) It's so cool. There's so many little components into it. But um, so your next mix that you make if it doesn't have the Hammer Time intro, yeah. I'm not going to listen to it. Okay. I don't have, I don't have the MC Hammer intro. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I really am going to push you hey, to I try like this. Hey, I like that because I'm already thinking about how I can loop the chorus yeah. to a build-up. And okay. you'd be like, stop. Hammer Time, Hammer Time, Hammer Time, Hammer Time, Hammer Time. And like, builds up. Yes. And it's like, Hammer Time, boom. Yes. As soon as that's done, well, let me know, and I will like tell all my friends that they have to listen to it. I'm gonna sit next to them, smiling while they're listening to it. Like, yeah, Uh Yeah. I helped with this idea. (laughs) Nice. No, I'm really excited. Do you ever make like theme mixes, like Halloween or Christmas? Yes, actually, I do. Like last uh, last year, I had a uh, back to school mix. Uh, I posted it on Snapchat like three times, Mm -hmm. and. Uh, it was through our SoundCloud. I got like 900 plays and I didn't even market it at all. Hardly. Nice. I was like, wow, that's actually a pretty cool mix, I guess. Yeah. And now uh, I'm working. After that, I started focusing on more rhythm and and um, heavier dubstep. Mm-hmm. And I was noticing I wasn't getting the results. I was getting as if I were to play trap and dub together. Mm-hmm. I was getting higher results on that. And the uh, rhythm and dubstep I wasn't. And I was confused about that, you know, because I'm like, wow, like this rhythm is trending right now. Uh, And then the dirty dubstep, the heavier dubstep was trending too. And it wasn't getting the results that, you know, the trap was getting. And I was like, how's the trap getting more results? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's because I was playing more uh, top 40 in that set or, you know, and then working up to the the build dubs. But I just released one. It's still a private link. I I don't want to like throw it out there, but it, it goes pretty hard. And 
And then we're going to get an exclusive yes. hearing of it, right? Right. Actually, yeah. I, I will send it to y'all <laughs> because it's, it's, I mean, I try to stay within that, that you know, specific like BPM and genre mm-hmm. uh, of uh, trap and dub around 70 to like 78 BPMs, which would be more like a mid to, to closer set. Mm-hmm. But I also have like opening sets where it's like house, it's like 50 to 60 BPMs. And then like mid sets where it's house uh, to dubstep to trap to top forty. You know, it's just more open format in a way. So it just really just depends what. Uh, for me, it, it would depend like when I'm playing. If I was an opener, I'm definitely gonna only play house and like uh, just stuff that gets people warmed up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to let's throw some bangers right now. And- <laughs> Make the, the the crowd tired already. I guess <laughs> it's like hammer. But, we're ready to go to bed. Right? But, my, <laughs> yeah. but my name is Hammer, so might as well go hard in the paint. You gotta throw you in know? the hammer. Yeah, yeah. Or you gotta don't hammer throw time. hammer. <laughs> wake him up. Yeah. 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 Wake him up, hammers. <laughs> Throwing hammers at people. <laughs> Maybe the foam hammers. I'll throw some foam yeah. hammers yeah. right before your set. Be like, um, we're gonna need you all to sign this form. <laughs> It's about the experience, okay? Like yes. you just you're well, there for it. Stevie A Steve Aoki throws cake. Yeah. I'm throwing hammers. Throw so. That's one way to get noticed yes. though, you know? Like yes. that's gonna go viral instantly. <laughs> Crazy man throws hammers at everyone. World's dog. Find some plastic hammer somewhere to start tossing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Super uh, Mario Brother idea though, with the little hammer. You got some guys in costumes throwing hammers at the crowds. Yes. <laughs> I'm <be> crying. <laughs> Freaking yellow world star. <laughs> pricing if it's the big ones i'm sorry like we obviously have to go for the cheap ones that hurt instead of the soft ones (laughs) that are more expensive no i'm just kidding (laughs) dj's career is is ruined over lawsuit of a hammer lawsuit (laughs) oh gosh Alright, anyways, I think that's a good good way to wrap up the show. Yeah. Throwing up hammers for everyone. <laughs> uh, any final notes that you have for us? And also, where can we stalk you? Well, I'm on social media. Uh, my Facebook is just Ben Hammer, B-E-N-N, and then Hammer, H-A-M-M-E-R. Um, I don't really have much as far as mixing goes, except live mixes on my Facebook feed. Oh my god, you could remix Excision songs. Instead of throwing elbows, it's throwing hammers. Yeah. <laughs> I could. I'm so sorry. To Give me some room. room. I'm throwing hammers. Hammers. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let this go. Okay, we got to... <laughs> I'm really envious that your last name is Hammer, though, because this is great. <laughs> 
All right. Anyways, where where can we find? Where can we stalk you now? So, um, just on my Facebook, it's uh, B E N N and then Hammer. Um, and it's just that's just my normal Facebook. I I would like to get one where it's, you know, specific to, uh, my DJing and my career and as a as a DJ and a producer, but. I'm not there yet where I want to start releasing, you know, just albums and stuff. Once I get there, I'll, I'll make one. Yeah. Um, SoundCloud, I have, uh, it's just, I, you just look up my name, B-E-N-N, and then Hammer, and it'll pull up my name. It just says Hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's written kind of strange uh, and cool. It's, <laughs> uh, it's kind of both. Uh, a, lot, a lot of times when people see it, they're like, wow, that's actually pretty sweet. Is it all spelled out in hammers? Um, it's with slashes. It kind of looked like hammers. Well, it could be. It's, it's still yes. kind of... Uh, oh, yeah. It's like got some design in it. It's yeah, kind of I like that a lot. So it's something that I, I like, and I was like, oh, that's cool. No, I, I like I, it. I think I can market that. Yes, that seems you could. like something that would be more marketable than it's just the word, just it's the letters, H A M M E R. You know? It actually has like a... And actually, the E in it is from like, think about Tiesto. He has those two little E dots on yeah. his E's. Mm-hmm. So on the, I was like, might as well make mine have, because I have an E in my name. So yeah. So I put the two little dots above. And then like an A, I was like, get a slash and then a backward slash to make an A without uh, the... The middle. Yeah, the middle. The middle bit. Yeah, the middle bit. You can turn those into hammers somehow. Yeah. Just in the future. <laughs> That'd be so cute. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. I mean, that's... You don't feel cute when you listen to songs. (laughs) What do you listen to? How do you feel when you're listening to songs and you're getting hyped? You feel manly. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, you know, whenever I'm listening to a set or something that's brand new that goes really hard, I, I, I try to think about it as if I was at the festival always at at all times. I, I, I go to the zone. I'm like, what would, what would be really good with, uh, as far as, um, the lighting to the visual, Mm to fog machines, to confetti, um, what would be really good with this drop? Yeah. And that's what I, I always like to think that way because if I were to ever throw a show, I would like to do it at, at a, like, I would like to tell a story as if like Porter Robinson, you know, he like tells a story whenever he plays a set. Mm-hmm. Um, Kazo, he, he hypes the whole crowd up and you know, he has like that hound running in the background the whole time Yeah. and all the, <clears throat> it's intense, you know? Um, and then you have some, you know, like Borgor and um, other uh, underground artists that, that their stuff is like, wow, what am I watching? It's like just crazy and awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it just, I always just want to picture a song, uh, how it could be played at a festival. That's yeah. how I try to see it whenever I'm getting hyped and stuff like that. That would be a sick drop. And I could see it going really hard with like fire coming out with fogs you know and fireworks yeah like everything i try to picture everything possibly in the you know like the ray like the uh, lasers with the the clouds in between them like and you know just everything i just try to think how could this drop sound and uh integrated with the festival and that's all i think about i guess yeah so that's and that's whenever I make a mix, I think about that, uh, how to step it up notch by notch and then bring it back down and step it up notch by notch higher, bring it back down. 
and I try to just balance it out throughout the whole mix. Yeah. Sometimes I'm told I go a little too hard, and that's always <laughs> that's great to hear because I love hearing when people, you know, anytime people have said to any great person, you know, uh, you're not doing it right, you can't do something, it only inspires someone even more. Mm-hmm. And I mean, being part of the DJ world and mixing community is something that I would like to uh, change over time and like help evolve to the next level. And if that means going even harder than DJs are today, that's something that I'm wanting to do because I love like hard sets. Mm-hmm. Anything that just makes people want to be like, oh, let's go get lit. Get like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go. <laughs> Get hammered. Yeah. You know? Get hammered. Yeah. Yes. So, and that's what I go for. Yes. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to wrap it all up. Um, so, we'll find you at Ben Hammer, B E N N Hammer on Facebook. And we search same spelling for um, mm-hmm. uh, SoundCloud. For SoundCloud. And no Twitter or Insta or any of that? Uh, I do have Insta. My, my Twitter is, I, I've never really followed up with it. <laughs> um, however, um, my Instagram is probably my best page as far as DJing goes. I go by DJ Hammer Official. Um, DJ underscore Hammer. You can spell it out normally. Underscore Official. And that's where I get uh, most of my uh, um, comments and put most of my videos of clubs I've played at. And uh, I'll normally put like a live feed mm-hmm. once or twice a week, even on Facebook. But the problem now is that um, for some reason I can't play a whole set because Instagram and Facebook are like, hey, you can't do that because of copyright infringement. Yeah. And it, and it's kind of strange because I'm not getting paid. So why does it even matter? But I guess that's the law and got to abide by it because they shut, shut it off for yeah. me. <laughs> so I can't do much about it, which really sucks. But it is what it is. Yeah. I'm still working on becoming better. And that's all that really matters. Progress is the, the goal. Absolutely. So. Well, thanks for being a guest on our show. We absolutely Thank love Thank you for it. having me. We loved getting hammered today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. <laughs>